When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's really shocking to watch aging happen. Like, it's just shocking. Our entire life, we haven't witnessed visible signs of our body deteriorating. Now I'm watching myself die. I'm watching myself die. I'm watching myself become a corpse. Dirty little peanut. Welcome back. This is Not For Everyone, podcast hosted by a hater and a lover. I'm Caroline. That's Jess. And she's a dirty little nut, too. Look at her. So true. I'm colored like a nut today. I'm wearing a nutty sweatshirt, and my hair's kind of nutty, and I feel kind of nutty. Yeah. You smell nutty. <laughs> or you look like maybe you'd smell nutty. I can't smell you. I hope. I wish you could smell me. <laughs> this is a weird way to start. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> No second takes. What does your sweatshirt say on this audio podcast? It says comfort without the second O. Is that um, like a brand? N- not sponsored. It's a brand. I just bought a sweatsuit from them. I've been getting their Instagram ads for months probably. And okay. I fucking love it. I've been wearing oh. it every single day. Ooh, that's nice. When you actually, you're like, God, this brand has been stalking me. This marketing has been stalking me. I'll go in. And then sometimes you're like, what was that all about? That sucked. Yeah. But you actually got a good one? I got a good one. First of all, usually when I order stuff from Instagram ads, it takes like three months to get to me. And it's some sketchy business. Because it's always gone viral or something. And like a million people have ordered the same piece of like leggings made from trash made in or like whatever China. it is. Like, yeah. Yeah. This got here in two days. I didn't pay Ooh. for extra shipping or whatever. And it's this like weighted material it's weighted i use that term lightly because it doesn't feel like i'm walking around with a weighted blanket on or something extreme but it's just like enough of a thick material that it feels like it's hugging you that's nice and i'm obsessed with it and i really (laughs) like the color because it's just kind of like a neutral you know i feel like a kardashian Mm -hmm. so it's really working for me okay great that's very exciting recommend what's up with you i made a good purchase recently um nope I didn't I didn't buy it somebody gave it to me but it was like a good thing that happened in the form of a material object my friend gave me at a little galentine's like get together that we had we all brought our favorite one of our favorite everyday items that we're always gifting to people or giving to people or recommending to people I brought like a book I loved and some candles I love somebody brought like little shower steamer Mm. aromatherapy things for a moment i was mm-hmm. trying to figure out if i said shower wrong i was like does shower have an r in it for a moment i was like maybe it's shower but that's you not said true. it really hard you said it like shower <laughs> were, were. um i do really like those aromatherapy like things that you put yeah. in the shower and they melt so that's a great one i like this idea keep good. going keep going yeah it was a really nice way so then we just did like a little random it was like secret santa random gift exchange but that's that was the premise of how we did it and my one friend brought I guess it's a viral product, but I never know anything viral because I'm just so fucking out of touch. (laughs) Um, 
a it's a face cream that the the base ingredient is snail oh, mucin yeah. snail mucin snail slime I've heard about this mm-hmm. yeah and it's this um it's actually i guess a very reputable korean skincare brand i think it's called like corsix or something um and you know she loved it so i was willing to try it but i think it was the kind of thing that that sounds so gimmicky to me that i would be like okay obviously this isn't a thing in addition but she gave it to me so i was going to try it she loved it in addition i have super acne prone skin um really oily so i'm really really picky about the moisturizers i use i basically will only use like a cerave or you know something that there's yeah. just there's nothing hot about it. There's nothing designer about it. It's just like, give me the basic ingredients. And um, and I love the snail mucin. Wow. I love it. I think it's what, called like, snail. Feels, what feels different Dude, about it or uh, the it effect like that snail. it gives? First of all, okay. It. it feels like snail mucin. It feels like snail mucin. It's called Corsic. Corsic Corsic's doesn't matter. Snail cream. Just look up snail cream. You can literally order it. <laughs> you can order it online. Like, I think I got mine for 14 bucks. I ordered more. Oh, it's not I, even expensive. No, it's not expensive. Wow. And um, I'm sure you can get, like, nicer, fancy moisturizers, too. But for a affordable one, it does not break out my skin. It keeps me super hydrated. And it's silly, I guess, to wear snail mucin. Well, yeah. How long have you been using it? Um, Maybe, like, a week a and week. a half. A week and a half. Okay. But for me, it's like if my skin is so sensitive and pathetic and like such a whiny bitch that if I <laughs> go one afternoon without using my approved moisturizer, I'll break out. I'll break out yeah. by the end of that day. So a week and a half is pretty good. Pretty good timing for me. No, I like that. I've been wondering yeah. if that stuff is good. I have like three different reactions. The first one being... You mentioned CeraVe, CeraVe, whatever that that like. It's a really great, you know, solid moisturizer from the drugstore. Um, did you see their Super Bowl commercial with Michael Sarah? I actually didn't, but someone told me about it, and I love it. Was it obviously, excellent. And it was apparently produced by Tim and Eric. If you know that comedy yeah. duo from like when we were in college, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that's just quick quick mention there oh, for for the people who aren't familiar CeraVe I guess roped in Michael Sarah to be their spokesperson just based on his last name and then yeah. I think it was like a whole joke about how he's just like passionate about skincare or about, like, like whatever moisturizer yeah. and it's produced in a way that's very like Tim and Eric 80s or 90s like glamour shots of Michael Sarah like yeah. with this moisturizer and obviously his last name C-E-R-A is spelled the way Sarah. that the moisturizer is it was very clever. It was probably my favorite Super Bowl commercial. Um, but then, okay, snail. <laughs> I'm, like, debating if I'm going to tell this story. Like, Ooh. long-winded story about snails. Okay, so it, it sounds like it's probably a sex story. <laughs> I wish it was. It's not I even my story. Uh, I wish it was a sex story with snails. Okay. I mean, there's something there because, like, snails are stuck in their shell. Right. Wait, what? Oh, okay. Well, they're not Meaning, stuck, but like in a sexual context, I would make it about stuckness. I was going to say, do. You, you just have <laughs> stuckness so tightly coiled with sex in a way that I don't. So that was a leap right. I couldn't make. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it was really, it was right there for me, right? For you, <laughs> right, right there, there one, two from, step. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, my friend, my friend Libby, a few years ago, ordered it was like during covid and she ordered a moisturizer from clinique's website that she has bought many times before clinique 
known, reputable, normal brand. And (laughs) she got the notification in her email that it had arrived. So she went down to her mail room to pick it up and expecting like a small box for a moisturizer. Instead, she gets this huge (gasps) box that says live fish on the outside of it. And it's like heavy and kind of wet. No. And she brings it upstairs. (laughs) She thought she she was just, wait, what? Okay. (laughs) She ordered a moisturizer from (laughs) Clinique.com. And she takes it upstairs. She's like opening it. (laughs) Like there's like layers to it. There's like lots of of plastic wrap, you know. And finally she pulls out this bag of live snails. Wow. That somehow had gotten shipped to her. It said her name and address on the package. It said that it was from Clinique on the outside, but I don't think there was like a Clinique slip on the inside or anything. And she called them and was like, um, I ordered moisturizer, but I got a package of snails. And they were like, yeah, that wasn't from us. And she was like, no shit. This isn't what I ordered from you. Like, but can you help me? And they were like, no. And she... She tried to call like UPS or whatever the shipper was and they couldn't really do anything about it. That's I don't awesome. even remember if Clinique like like refunded her. It was a whole thing. That's but so then, confusing. It's Wait, so weird. what what has to go wrong in the UPS like um like the mailing system like for steps? that to happen? What I know. allows for that. She never found out. But at the end of the day, she was like, okay, now I have this box of live snails. And I think what any normal person would do in that situation, I mean, you don't know what to do with it. But I think if it were me, I would just be like, I guess I'll just put these by my dumpster. Libby proceeds to spend like (laughs) multiple days of her life trying to contact like local fishery you know like fish markets yeah. and the aquarium and like, like a snail haven a snail reservation yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she ends up driving it like an hour into south chicago which like you don't necessarily want to be there alone as a young woman with a box of snails <laughs> and <laughs> to this like man that she found yeah who would oh, take no, them into his dealer? like <laughs> he's yeah. dealing snails as a snail trafficker it was some sort of like that is a sex Preserva- story after like, all. Yeah, <laughs> sex trafficking story. Some sort of like he did research on like aqua yeah, animals good story, or whatever. Bro. Good story, bro. <laughs> he had sex with all those snails. So anytime wow. people bring up this snail cream, which I know is like really popular and a real yeah. thing, I just think Clinique box of snails. I don't yeah. know if I want to get myself wrapped up in that whole cycle. <laughs> That's one of the best stories I've ever heard that's amazing i have never laughed so hard as when she told me that story the first time and she (laughs) she took pictures for every step of like when she was opening it when she took it downstairs to drive it to south chicago like what did the box say on the outside say wet wet fish live fish (laughs) live fish fish. (laughs) (laughs) like at that point i don't even know if i would have brought it up to my apartment if it was me i don't know she's a special she's a special <laughs> gal awesome. what, shout out well, what happened to the person who was waiting on their snails well that's we'll never know i don't know who it was supposed to go to <laughs> that's, that's a, so a good. french restaurant never got their escargot i don't know that's so interesting who i mean just i'm amazed that you're allowed to i wonder how many different live animals you can mail 
Yeah, like in the same you process know? that you mail moisturizer, you can yeah. mail fish. This could be a cream or an animal. Right. Yikes. Either or. Okay. Um, that was okay. a great story. I loved that. Thank you so much. I wasn't sure if I would be able to like do it justice for her. She's really great at telling it. I think I've even promised her like when I have a podcast and hit it big, which <laughs> I do already. But, you know, I was like, when we have more of a, when we have millions of people listening, I'll let you tell this story on the podcast. I was yeah. in the back of my head. Maybe I was saving it. But no, this felt like the right time. It's a great yeah, story. She can always come on and give us the full s- snail. Okay, yeah. She might do like a PowerPoint presentation for our YouTube <laughs> audience. I think that's what it would require. <laughs> Dang. Um, okay, speaking of skincare. Yeah. I have been feeling for 48 hours. Okay. Like I might, for the first time, venture into Botox Ooh, okay. for my little forehead lines that everybody has and there's no problem with them and whatever but I was taking a selfie the other day and like caught them in such a light (laughs) that I've never caught them in before (laughs) (laughs) and it was really disturbing and I it stuck with me and I was like oh okay this is the moment where I decide to start doing that and I just wanted to bring it to your attention and (laughs) have you either push me in that direction or push me away from it I need someone to like Help me on this decision making. Yeah. Well, I would never push anyone either direction. I just, these are one of the things where I'm like, I don't understand how anyone can have any opinion about what somebody else does. I get Botox. Um, I ended up getting, I can share why I ended up getting it. Like, and I also understand all the fucking walking on eggshells, talking around these things. People have such weird reactions. I'm like, why do you care? Why do you care? So many people people get it too. uh, It's just whether they tell you or not, you know, truth, truth be told. Um, I, I don't really mind the forehead wrinkles and stuff. Like I don't mind, I have like crow's feet and whatever. I don't really mind that. There's things I'm so vain and so like hyper-focused on, but Mm -hmm. those don't bother me that much. It bothers me when they stay, even when it's resting. Like, I don't care if I have crow's feet when I smile. What annoys me is when it's like etched into your face. Yes. Um, And so I guess people get Botox all the time because before uh, that kind of wrinkle, there's different kinds of wrinkles, before that kind of wrinkle is etched into your face, um, you can stop it like earlier on, like some of the forehead stuff, whatever. Um, So you have to like Hmm. start earlier if you want to prevent it from becoming that etched in thing that it can be when you're like 50 or older. Um, But then for me, I got it at the like 11s between my eyebrows Maybe yeah. like three summers ago, I think, when I scout all the time. It's my default setting. And <laughs> um, I was at the beach with my family and my sister Elizabeth was like, Caroline, what's that white line down the middle of your face? And I'd been scowling so much that in the summer now I will just get a tan oh. line from it. And so I had a white, a white line down the exact middle of my forehead. And I was Holy like, shit. okay that's fucking enough that's enough of fucking that i'm not gonna have a tan line down the middle of my face all summer but you want to go to somebody good it's a medical thing it's your body um they kind of talked me into at one point doing the crow's feet and doing like jowl because when you can't frown then you'll start grimacing more like you take the frown to your mouth like your your face your face wants to frown somewhere so there there is this kind of like snowball effect of it which is true like if you if your face can't frown between your eyebrows, people start doing like a mouth frown more. And 
So there was kind of this snowball effect where they got me doing more and more Botox. And I was just like, okay, um, it's not that big a deal. It doesn't make you look different, really. So I was like, okay, if that's what you recommend. I don't really like that anymore. I really didn't yeah. like, I don't, I don't do that anymore. I really don't like not being able to smile with my eyes. Um, yeah. And like, I need a frown somewhere. Otherwise, I'm not making any expressions at all. That's my main one. <laughs> okay. So I will say that. I, it's a personal thing, though. It's personal. I could of talk course. about this forever. I've done, I feel like I've done a lot of Botox research. No, I know. That's why I, that's why I wanted to talk to you about it, because I have no experience with it. And I feel like I don't even have friends who have explored it yet. Um, but that's helpful to know, because I think uh, my mindset was like, if I do this for just that forehead thing I need to go in and be prepared to decline any other thing that they try to convince me like upsell me on basically well they might depending on the place they are salesmen so I think you should feel very prepared to be like I don't want that right but at the same time I didn't realize that there is a reason for like correcting okay now because we did this we need to do this it doesn't mean I would go ahead and be like, yeah, sure, do it all. But it's helpful to know that that's like it. It is a, a reason. It is a reason. And it's not like they are salesmen. They're effective right. salesmen. And um, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's just a ba- the, the thing is, like, I felt like I went in a bunch of times in the road. This is probably over the course of like two years. And every time I went in, they were proposing more and more. And this is a super, super reputable place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still go there for like all kinds of skincare and treatments I do, but I, and I think they actually genuinely believed because the girls working there would do the Botox in the same way. Like, well, you don't want to overcompensate in your mouth then, or you don't want to overcompensate in your nose then. People do like the nose, bunny nose, mm. Botox model. You don't want to overcompensate in your eyes then, but then it's just like, then it's my whole face is frozen. And then, A, I really don't feel like myself. I felt like I couldn't smile in photos. I actually felt like I would try so hard to smile that I was like, it's probably straining my muscles. Uh, um, so I think it's actually pretty, it's very fine to just go do one little thing that bothers you. And if you don't like it, maybe you don't like how it feels. Maybe you don't like the cost. Maybe you don't like the result. Like the or maybe there's not that much to dislike with the results, but maybe it's just not worth it to you. Then you just don't do it again. Like it, and yeah. your face, like it just wears off. So I don't yeah, know. Fair enough. I don't know why, but I've been so scared to do a lot of these types of treatments, like something that's super benign and shouldn't be a big deal at all that I've thought about, but never done is mm. eyebrow. I mean, not eyebrow eyelash, um, like lift and tint. Mm. Um, a lot of people do it. My sister did it one time and was like obsessed with it and it looked really good on her. And it's like harmless. It goes away really fast. Like, I don't know. If you don't like it, you don't have to do it again. And one time I made a um appointment to get it done at the place where I get facials done because they kind of do it all there. And I got there for my facial, got the facial done. An hour later, it's time for her to do the the lash treatment. And I was like, you know what? Let's just not. And I like panicked at the last minute. And I was like, I'll Does just go. Thanks for out? the facial. Or what's the I reason? I don't know what it is. I don't know. I think I just like, I don't want to wake up and look at myself in the mirror and not look like myself. Yeah. And even though I guess what all that that looks like is that you naturally have like mascara on. I get um, it though. I still feel like 
having like a darkened lash that looks like I'm wearing mascara while I sleep and when I wake up feels weird to me, even though I can also make an argument for why that would be really awesome to just wake up and feel like my eyes look open and I can just step out without putting mascara on, which I do anyway. I don't know. It's a it's a weird. I'm like, why am I doing this just because other people have done it and it looks good or because I actually think that I need and want it for myself? You know, those are good questions to ask. Yeah, I don't know. I get it. I will. First of all, I think people should be, especially when it's something more intense, like medical, like anything you do with in a med spa, you need to see medical grade people just because it's common doesn't mean you can fucking get Botox in a hotel room. You know, you need to see like very reputable professionals. Um, But even with the lower lift things like the eyelash tint, there was a phase, a short phase where I was getting (laughs) eyelash extensions. Mm. (laughs) I I actually did it for the first time when I was dating this guy, maybe like like two and a half years ago and um he took me on like an overnight camping date and um and I was really stressed about this was pretty early on in dating and so my first mm-hmm. thought was like okay share my location cuz maybe he'll murder me second thought was like how am I going to look pretty the whole time of because course it was like a you very- get all the treatments before your camping trip yeah, obviously I literally- got eyelash extensions this is so embarrassing but I got really I got really natural ones allegedly um and I was like I was just like I needed them to comfort myself because I was so nervous about going camping <laughs> with this guy so I got eyelash extensions for my camping trip this is so embarrassing anyway you know you are looked- not the first person to do that at all it's I don't think it's that embarrassing it's like it's like how often I self tan oh, not to go to so, the beach, so you know, just to like be naked in front of somebody or whatever, you know? Well, it was so early on in dating that it was that phase where you're like, when I see this person, it was, it was, the, it was the point at which if you're seeing that person, you're like totally, like perfectly presentable. I was not ready to be like camping level yeah. with this person. Anyway, I got the eyelash extensions, whatever, whatever, whatever. He didn't kill me. But um, (laughs) they, you know, they were cute. And I think I got them maybe once or twice more. A, they're so ridiculously expensive. They don't even last that long. And for me, I think it's a bigger fear of now this thing I have to upkeep. Like, I I won't feel cute. Like, that's a new level. And so now I won't feel cute unless I have that. Um, Feels like, oh, my God, it's another fucking thing. I have to keep that being said. there There are certain things. There are certain addictions I will maintain. Um, yeah, I do get Botox. I've gotten filler before. A lot of it I didn't like the look of, but um, you know, working out a lot of that is an aesthetic thing. Um, skincare stuff, uh, yeah. a lot of that is aesthetic. Um, tried things I like, tried things I don't, but yeah, I'm wary of adding on too many things. That's like now that's the standard. That's the way. Right. That's the standard for feeling pretty now, and like. You know, if I don't have the tan and don't have the eyelashes and don't have the Botox and the extensions done at the same time, am I going to feel like shit? Because those things are only going to line up all at once. Like, 
maybe a few times a year. And I don't want to feel that's like true. in between that. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's very true. And when I think about it just from a like time and cost standpoint, I already my thing is my nails and I'm very happy for my thing to continue to be my yeah, nails. Yeah, you have your thing. You have your thing. But it's like that's two hours every three weeks, a hundred bucks every three weeks. Like that's plenty. You know, I don't yeah. I don't need to add on. And I think that's another reason that I've thought about these things but never actually committed to it. Cause I'm just like, if I start doing this, either I won't like it. And I guess then I'll at least know the answer. But it'll kind of be a waste and I'll be like annoyed looking at myself for a few weeks. Or if I do like it, then I'm going to have to upkeep this and it's going to be time and money on whatever cadence. And I just don't need another one. Like it would be different if I felt I think the reason that the Botox thing hit me the other day, but it's because I literally looked at the lines on my forehead and they looked different to me than they have looked before <laughs> some weird hallway lighting really got you yeah exactly yeah. and I was just like oh like it looked etched in the way that you said that mm. earlier it didn't just look mm. like okay obviously when I'm making facial expressions I can make you know these wrinkles appear above my eyebrows but it was like flat face not doing anything bad lighting really close camera and I felt like it looked etched in and that took me by surprise because I've never seen my face look like that before. Mm. everything else is like extra it's like lash tint and lift like okay I can just put mascara on like I'm not having an issue with my eyelashes yeah you know so that's why that hit different because I was like oh there's now an issue that makes me feel like I don't look like myself because I know myself to be (sighs) younger and prettier than that basically (laughs) you know it's really shocking to watch aging happen like I think it's um it's just shocking like you our entire life we haven't witnessed visible signs of our body deteriorating like we we saw aging yes but not deteriorating like now I'm watching myself die I'm watching myself die (laughs) I'm watching myself become a corpse yeah slowly but I, I had this thought with like Literally this morning, I don't know about you, but my whole life growing up, I felt like not just my dentist, but every adult I knew was always talking to me about flossing. Maybe this because mm-hmm. my, my mom was a dental hygienist at one point. My dad's obsessed with his teeth. So I don't maybe it's just my parents. They were always talking about like, well, you need to be flossing. You need to be flossing. It's like, yeah, bitch, I heard it. Like, I'm, I'm not not flossing because I haven't heard this before. I just don't right. fucking want to floss. And only in the last year or two. Have I, you know, I've always been told by dentists, you need to floss more, no shit. And I've never really done it. I've always felt guilty about it, always had anxiety. And in the last year or two, I'm just naturally doing it all the time Mm. because my teeth are so much tighter as I've aged, I think, which is what happens that like it feels it just um, inherently like feels better to be flossing. It feels uncomfortable kind of after I eat in a way that never did before. And this light bulb went off in my head. I think your teeth get tighter or something where I was like, these fucking adults weren't more disciplined than me all along. They were just preaching about a thing that literally made them feel good that they needed. And it inherently made them feel good. Obviously, it's good for your health, good for your bone. Or what are they? Teeth? Or teeth bones? No. Teeth, teeth all their bones. They're bones. bones. They're bones. Are they? Are they bones? They are. You're a scientist. They're bones. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. 100 Yeah, they were just brushing, they were just doing that to their tiny bones because it felt good. Not because they're more disciplined. Like it just felt good. 
And um, it never felt like it. it never bothered me when I was a kid. And now that I'm dying, it yeah. bothers me if I don't floss. And I was just flossing this morning being like, look at you dying. dying. Look at you fucking dying. <laughs> um, okay. Well, <sighs> I'm shocked at this your teeth get tighter phenomenon. Is that a I real thing? I don't know. Let me Google it. Do hold on. Hold on. I, I don't need you to mic. Google it. I would no, believe you Google if it. you were confident. You, you just no, need to show I up with confidence. Kind of, I say, I say, well, first of all, no, never. And second of all, I say, I say stuff on this podcast all the time. That's wrong. Okay. Do your teeth get tighter over time with age? Okay. La, 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 la. What? Okay. Um, or does your mouth get smaller? smaller? <laughs> or is it just that your body's getting bigger and like growing into your like fat mouth and teeth? What? Fat with a pH. Okay. Listen, I don't know what happens. <laughs> Look, Google's being really unhelpful. I don't know what happens to your teeth. Mm, okay. Over- I'll take I your word for I it. I didn't even know that they were bones. Wait, are teeth bones? They really are. I'm so confident. If they're not, I don't want to know, actually. I just want to believe that Our I teeth bones. showed up wait, wait, confidently. Wait wait wait, 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 no. They're not? Whilst your teeth and your bones may share some similarities, most notably Fuck. in both being made of strong materials and sharing the same color, they are not the same. Teeth are not made from bone. God damn it. <laughs> I could have sworn because there are certain vitamins that are good for bone and yeah, dental calcium. health. Yeah, that's calcium, yeah. but... No, they're okay. not. <laughs> so a skeleton doesn't <laughs> have news. teeth. Doesn't a skeleton have teeth on it? Or no, no, it doesn't. Does it? Wait, <laughs> I'm just googling this now. Does a skeleton? It's anatomy class, babies. <laughs> Welcome. I can only type with one hand while I hold this mic. That's why this you're doing so really good. <laughs> um. I don't know if that's do really skeletons a question. Have teeth? Skeletons do have teeth, but they stay in place. It says. That, I don't think <laughs> okay. that skeletons. I don't think that the. I don't think that like the legislation on skeletons is that they can only be bone. I think they're bone okay. plus. I think they're bone plus teeth. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll accept. Wow. Um. <laughs> wait. Just okay. What were we talking about? Uh, that, <laughs> bones aside. Um. I also think. Oh, I'll never forget. I, what you were saying is spot on about like I'm adults dying. tell kids to do all these things for themselves and kids don't fucking want to do them. Yes, until I'll care they matter. Later. I'll care later. Yeah. When I was in high school, I feel the same. I'll about never stretching. forget. It totally. Oh my god. Yeah, I, they're like, I stretch you have all the time to stretch. now. You have to stretch. Listen, no kids are pulling. No, right. no kids are pull, straining muscles at soccer practice in third grade. It only is you old fuckers at the gym. Like you totally. should be stretching. Yeah, you should be stretching. I should be stretching. Yeah, my my mom got me when I was in high school a like Clinique. This episode's all about Clinique. Um, <laughs> a Clinique like snail cleanser, Farm. moisturizer, serum, whatever. Like the set of three things. And obviously, okay, when you're that age, you are dealing with acne stuff. And so maybe for some people, for some teenagers, they were like, "Oh, good, this will help with my acne that I'm really insecure about." But mine was never so, so bad. Like it was, it was a thing. I wasn't like blessed with perfectly clear skin at that age, but it also wasn't like so bad that the trade-off of like having to do this skincare routine every night before going to bed was not worth it for the few pimples that I was dealing with. No intrinsic motivation. 
I didn't do it. And my mom bought me these expensive products and thought like, oh, you have some pimples. They're annoying you. Just do this. I never did until I was in my 20s living alone and spending money on skincare seemed fun and sitting at home and doing a face mask seemed fun. And I started to notice laugh lines and whatever else I noticed about my skin, hormonal acne coming out. And I just now I love doing my skincare. And it's like the only thing I want to talk about. We've been talking about skincare for 30 minutes (laughs) um, because it matters to me now. And it didn't then. I think about that all the time. The wasted skincare products on a 14 year old version of myself. Yeah. that I would love to have today and I do have adult energy <laughs> is what I think of yeah 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 that's true like my mom your mom trying to get us to do these things for ourselves and it's just like we'll do it when it matters to yeah. us I'll do it when know. it affects my vanity more which it will and it does yeah I remember my mom going I remember going to the pediatrician with my mom as a teenager and I had acne I had pretty bad acne and it wasn't that bad at this point. It was a new phenomenon in my life. It was just coming in lightly. And I remember her going to the pediatrician and being like, well, Caroline wanted to ask you about like acne, la, la, la. And I was thinking of like the occasional whitehead I get. And the pediatrician starts answering the question. And then my mom interjects and is like, yeah, but look at those blackheads on her nose. What about those? <laughs> and I was like, this was like news to me, bitch. I, like, didn't even know that she'd just been sitting on this, like, <laughs> simmering on my nose blackheads that I didn't even know were there. Oh, like, no. so pressingly that she had to yell at the pediatrician about it. I was like, you've said nothing to me. First of all, I'm sorry that you're having a hard time sleeping at night over my blackheads. It's uh, like in, it's like something coming out for the first time in couples therapy. And yeah, they're like, what? what? I didn't I know. know that was a thing. So you sound pretty comfortable talking about this now pediatricians offices are Ugh, the so place weird. of childhood trauma Terror. i've talked about my experiences in the past like oh. it is really really a shame how yeah. much whether it's the doctor or the parent whoever's causing the trauma it is happening there we need to be <laughs> yeah, drafting kids from pediatricians offices straight into Ooh. therapy I mean, that is true. They could have like a little therapy office attached off the back when you attached, exit. Like when you leave your visit, you yeah, go there. <laughs> exit through the gift shop of this little yeah. therapy decompression. Yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. true. It is such a weird thing, though. Kind of like the mother daughter dynamic and in general parents and kids sometimes of like caring so much what your kid thinks about uh, looks like sorry not thinks about <laughs> you probably don't give a shit what your kid thinks about um, <laughs> what they look like and like how particular some parents can be mm-hmm. in noticing these little flaws in their kids and I, I, I could do all sorts of like pretend therapizing on what I think that actually means but it's just it's just sad, and I think it happens all the time, and, like, I can't even blame people because totally. I don't know what I would be like. Like, Oh, I mean, well, the truth is, like, middle schoolers, okay, this is actually something I really believe. Yeah. I don't think we should have to look at them. <laughs> I think so they should true. be. I think they should be shipped away until wow. they learn to be people because middle schoolers are just long children that no. are, like, that, 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 that walking around like they're people, and Genius. they're so hard to look at. Uh, so are most high schoolers like I don't think we should have to look at them I don't think we should really have to talk to them that much and I think they can come back when I think they can come back later they're ready 
Yeah, yeah when they're ready. <laughs> so I I I agree. They're not like I don't but really also, want I don't want to look at them, but also everything the parents do are, is so damaging. <laughs> totally. But also in this day and age, I feel like middle schoolers and high schoolers hit different. Like there's this woman on Love is Blind. The new Love is Blind season just started. Is there a middle schooler on it? There's not a middle schooler, but there's a woman who. Oh my God, what if that was the premise of Love is Blind? Is like, you could fall in love with a child, and then it's just dating for pedophiles. <laughs> Pitch, don't steal that show. Don't steal that show from me, Pitch. Caroline will produce it. Not for everyone productions. Um, no, there's a woman who's like 30 or something, and she has a 10 year old daughter, and the, the daughter hasn't been seen on the show. I don't know if in the upcoming episode she'll pop up. Can't look at it. Um, yeah, but yeah, she's she's locked away with the rest of the middle schoolers that Caroline wants to keep from society. No, but I looked up this woman on Instagram just to because you stalk the contestants between the weeks where episodes come out, obviously. Yeah. And there's pictures of her and her daughter and her daughter, 10 year old, 11 year old girl is like so gorgeous. And so and the woman is gorgeous, too. The mom is gorgeous, too. And like, whatever, I'm sure that they have means to to upkeep themselves and all of that. But like mm-hmm. this 10 year old girl is just like a beautiful porcelain, beautiful long hair, like eyebrows. She's maintained. just like naturally beautiful. Yeah. It's not like she's wearing makeup. No, she's like she's still a kid and there's nothing inappropriate happening in terms of like getting her all dolled up for Instagram or something. She just looks so pretty. And oh. uh, maybe that's just her. But yeah, I, I think it's just like... her. There, there's still uggos out there. I've seen them. <laughs> there's still uggos. I, I feel like I, I see, see like high schoolers on TikTok who that is not what we look like in TikTok. high school. That's self-selecting. It's a self-selecting group. I mean, I do I think guess. that there is that thing. I mean, the shit you're getting fed on TikTok is like that is not good for my brain. You know what I mean? Just like yeah. the world's most beautiful people. I don't need to look at that shit. I, don't, yeah, I haven't fair. seen. I haven't seen one of them in person since living in D.C. is a hideous city. But on TikTok, <laughs> it seems to be the entire population. That's fair. It's it's a sample size that is not not an accurate sample size. N equals not good. And it was not good. <laughs> but I do. But I do. Um, I mean, there is that thing. I see memes. And I'm sure you and everyone has seen them about like 13 year olds when we grew up versus like right. 13 year olds today, where there is so much like. They you know, being on Instagram, you got more access to yeah tutorials of how to do your makeup. Like literally, how did we know? How did we? Oh, I think Justin asked me, sweet beautiful Justin was like, I think he was the one who asked me. He was like, how did people learn to do their makeup before YouTube? I was like, that's a great question. Yeah, and I or you know before social media, and I was like, I had a book a makeup book i had the bob a bobby brown makeup book which i actually still oh, yeah. love that book is so iconic great. iconic i love bobby brown too but um yeah like learning your makeup just out of a book i don't know something so funny about that somebody would like go to the library to look at that book um yeah i i did not have the bobby brown makeup book but i've definitely heard about it and and i've seen it because some of my friends have it I feel like my mom taught me like very basics of Mm -hmm. makeup kind of when we started going to mixers and like when we had that debutante ballroom dance type of class like she would just do a little bit of mascara a little bit of blush like a a lip gloss type of thing and like show me that deal but I didn't graduate from doing my makeup that way to actually using 
like face products and things that make it all set together much better Mm -hmm. until maybe after college. Like I specifically have this memory that I think about a lot of me getting ready to go out in college and doing like really thick eyeliner. There's no concealer on to like balance the heaviness on the top of my eye. I'm I'm doing like a Kylie Jenner lip kit and like <laughs> curling my hair without brushing yeah. it out, just like leaving the curls. And uh, oh yeah, tight, yeah, it was fucking tight curls. tough. Tight oh, curls because like curls. you just didn't Ringlets. know. I know ringlets, and I thought I was doing well too. And then I don't, I really wasn't doing well with it until I started watching YouTube makeup tutorials in my twenties. Yeah, you're great at it. You do, you do, you do really good. Thank you. Job. Now really I do. I'm job. making up for lost time. Yeah, your hair and makeup's always fucking flawless. But I didn't want funny. to do it today. But. Oh, you look cute. People have to click on our YouTube video, you know? <laughs> I know. I never feel like doing it. And then I looked at myself. Somebody commented. Somebody commented on our video from last week. Someone trolled me. Did you see on Instagram? There's a video oh, of oh. us from last week. And somebody said, amazing that you had Tom Hiddleston on the podcast. I like, couldn't decide. It was really funny. And also, I was like, get out of here. And I was, I couldn't decide whether to respond to it or not. I was like, this no, is for Caroline to maybe gotta, respond to. You have to pin that comment. That's the comment you pin. I don't know if you're aware, but I called it out one time, one time on YouTube. First of all, okay, I don't even know where to start with this. I don't even know where to start with this. I saw a bunch of comments like maybe a year ago. That were like, you look like Tom Hiddleston. No. And I, I wasn't this even. This is a thing. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to reply to this shit. This is obviously just like one troll who's trying to bring me down, blah, 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 blah. And then I think I was doing some video where I was looking for my troll comments. And I thought of that one. And I was like, well, maybe I'll address it. Let me see. And I searched in my YouTube comments, like as the um, content creator, you can search keywords. And I searched for Tom Hiddleston. And there's like 20 comments that come up, all oh from God. different, all from different accounts. This not is the not, same person. This is not one person trolling <laughs> me. I thought it was one person trolling me. No, it is a lot of people just oh factually God. observing that I look like Tom you Hiddleston. Don't. I do. I you actually don't. see it. No, I do. I do. I'm I do. I'm looking I do. at a picture of him right now. I really do look oh, like him. How do you look I like actually, him? Okay, hold on. Don't tell um, me. I don't want. I don't want you to go down this rabbit hole. Don't I tell totally me. I totally look don't. like him. I have big eyes, thin, <laughs> thin lips, like wide cheekbones, slight bump to the nose. Um, I really look like Tom Hiddleston. So many people could match that description, but this man. No, I see it. Your skin is so much better than his. You have a better better like complexion and not only in terms of like the smoothness of your skin but also like the color to it like listen i'm not saying that there aren't some differences about our body <laughs> i'm saying i know why they said this i get oh it a general face shape yeah okay well i'd like to offer myself up for potential doppelgangers Yes. And who do you get? Feel free to get? include like ugly men. Oh, I don't know. People don't give me very many, and I try oh, to ugly doppelganger. Yeah, I can't think of an ugly well, man. I can't think of a man you look like. I can't think of even a woman I look like. Can you? Like, I'm just so uniquely gorgeous. No, I gorgeous. genuinely can't. It's there has to be someone. I just can't think of it. Oh, somebody gave me. Um, Maybe we could Google image search your face. 
That would be cool. I'm gonna see. Wait, give me your face. Give me your face. Wait, no. Give me your face, and I'll take a screenshot. Yeah, you have my face. Be still. Be still. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, look at me again. Look at me again. Look at me again. Okay, I took a screenshot of it. Okay, and um, (laughs) (laughs) oh my god, I'm so excited and scared also. (laughs) Oh, wait, what? Results for people are limited. Okay. Nothing. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. So basically, Google agrees. You do have a really uniquely beautiful face. <laughs> I think that there are like websites you can go on and look for your celebrity doppelganger <gasps> and it'll find me someone. Okay. But I'll tell you who someone told me I look like. <sighs> I don't think I look like her. I think maybe they said I have her vibe, okay. which is this woman who's hosting the new host of Great British Bake Off um what's her name great british bake-off host she's a black woman so but like maybe there's something about our facial structure that could look similar Hmm. eye shape maybe allison hammond somebody dm'd me and said i look like her i took it as a compliment because she seems like a very vivacious woman and she has a big smile but i don't know that that's really my doppelganger um it's not it's not well i think this person doesn't know what doppelganger means you have a really big smile and she has a really arched eyebrow like you do. The eyebrow. That's yeah. really all I can see, though. OK. I mean, she's a pretty lady. Well, but I'd love to take submissions because I really never know. Like, I'd love to have I'm I'm genuinely not trying to say that I'm so special. I want to you know who special. my celebrity doppelganger is. I and know. I don't know who it is currently. Okay, guys. So give so Jess, send us DMs. Give Jess, give Jess a nice DM about her celebrity doppelganger. Give me one fucking DM that isn't a man. Um, you have gotten, but people have told you Jennifer Aniston. You definitely, I can hear it. And sometimes when you're talking, I can not, hear the Jen Ann. Yeah, but that's my voice. That's not a face. I think there's a look about it too. Sometimes I don't care. I don't, I don't care. see it currently. You've gotten good ones before. We'll get you more. We'll get you more. <laughs> Give us, send us compliments. Send us, send us anti compliments. Yeah, send it, it actually, send, it any, send anything, any kind of compliment about my face would be fine. Really? Okay. You know what's crazy? <laughs> you know what's crazy? What? what? Oh, um, like there's someone in Russia who looks like you. What are you saying? <laughs> wait, wait, like. Or like in Israel oh. or something, or like in China. Like there's okay, someone okay. somewhere. They probably... I was like, you know someone in no, Russia. Why no. won't you say their name? <laughs> no, I don't know anyone anywhere, but like there's someone. Yeah. There's someone. There's a lot of people. There's a lot, a lot of people, people. On, in the world. There's a lot of people in the world, I think is what I'm saying. I think you're right about that. That's That was really astute of you and something... I didn't realize. Some so people really look alike and we don't even know that. That's true. Do you ever think I think about that a lot weirdly and then I start going down a rabbit hole of like okay, I'm sure there's people that look like me, but there are there also people who smell like think me? like me? Oh. And smell like <laughs> me. Like are there people who are identically me from look to mind mm. to smell mm. to everything is the there smell? even one even smell there might be well what's that saying that like wait actually wait i'm confused wait okay let me clarify oh, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. you want to talk about my smell more? <laughs> yeah well i was thinking about there's that saying that like infinity 
like the concept of infinity, which is like impossible to wrap my mind around, means that if a monkey was left typing on a typewriter for infinite time, eventually he would type out um, the play Hamlet. That's that's like one. Whoa. Have you heard this? I'm not saying it I've correctly. I've not heard that. I'm not saying it correctly, but it's something about I that. I get what like you mean. That's, that's the concept of infinity. Like this incredibly ridiculous, how could it happen? Like in infinity, there's space for that because it's so expansive. And then if the, yeah. if the universe is infinite, then and the universe is infinite and the monkey's writing Hamlet, then maybe there's someone who smells like Jess. There probably is someone who smells like Jess. If they wear the Glossier U perfume, then they're they're halfway there. But but I was pausing myself because I think the universe being infinite doesn't mean that there's infinite people. <laughs> I think I got confused. There's not infinite people. That's, That's actually true. true. The universe That's is infinite. True, <laughs> That's actually true. There's only some people. There's only some compared to infinite. There really are only some people. Are only some no i i feel really <laughs> grounded actually because this okay. is i think and talk about this a lot okay there's only well, some people there's only some people a moment ago i was thinking about how many there are but now i feel like i want to take it back there's only a couple <sighs> there's only a couple one time in college kai and i still reference this to this day <laughs> there was this guy who was in the all boys acapella group and we were in the all girls acapella group and we Ooh, were at hot. a mixer yeah. of the two acapella <laughs> groups Ooh, someone's gonna fuck it was crazy i didn't fuck one of them unfortunately <laughs> i didn't fuck anyone either <laughs> biggest regret of my life they were in the men's acapella group they okay. were not in my type um anyway a lot of friends from that time in my life so Great. one of the guys was we were all drinking we all would get pretty drunk together and me kai and this guy were standing like separate from the party and people were playing pong and just doing their own thing and we were in the corner and he was like a known to be like kind of like shy and reserved and mysterious and he really wasn't friends with the group like everybody else was but we somehow ended up in a conversation with him which we felt really good about ourselves for that and he was like you know i don't really know most of the sirens that was our acapella group name great name. i don't really know most of the sirens i just know kai jess and a few others and kai and i to this day <laughs> will just say to each other like it's kai jess and a few others like yes! that's the whole world yes. so the world is just a few others you I know what i mean that. yeah it's just a few others i love it that's so cute yeah. it's just kai jess and a few others a few others that's adorable. Caroline Jess and a few others here at NFE. But yeah, yeah. there's just a few people. There's just they some don't, out We don't there. know them. Wow. Yeah. <sighs> Science. They don't smell like me. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's for damn me sure. Think, that's just making me think of like, I don't know. I feel like there's infinite like pop breakup songs that are like, you'll never get another girl like me. Like that's not <laughs> a specific song, but that's like a common theme. It's like you'll yeah. never get another girl that smells like me. <laughs> you'll never get another one that smells this way. I refuse to wear deodorant because I feel like when I wear deodorant, it stains all my white shirts. So like truly, you'll never get one that smells like most. Wait, really? I often don't wear deodorant. Wow. That's like a gift if you feel that you can get away with that but i guess you're saying you don't think you can you just do it anyway i don't know if i can i don't i don't have soup i'm not a super strong sweater except in my feet i'm not a super right. strong sweater in my armpits so, can i say what okay i'm trying to remember if this happened in a dream or if it really happened mm. i think 
that in a recent YouTube video of yours, you showed like it was a shot of your bedroom, maybe. And I could see your little trash can to the side. And I feel like there was like a pad from your socks. Yeah. Just in the trash can. That happened. Yeah. Yeah, It was full of pads from my feet. Yeah. Those are sanitary pads. I noticed these details when I watch your videos and I'm just like, oh, there's her feet pads in her trash can. That's 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 cool that she didn't remove that for filming. (laughs) The most authentic out there. (laughs) I I know what you're referencing. I actually did um, remove some of them, the ones that most obviously look like pads, because I didn't want people to think it was just a trash can overflowing with period pads. Other people wouldn't know that they're actually for my feet. <laughs> I don't know which is worse, but you still caught it. Wait, so the fact the fact that there was actually thought that went into like, I'll remove some of them, but not all I of them. Some of them. Why would it be authentic? So I I'm so... so glad that I asked about. So I was right to notice it. Honestly, a hundred percent. I actually I actively thought about it. Oh my there gosh. Was, there was a lot more she pads about in that every trash detail, can. people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but I think that you know the yellow sweat stains that you can get on like a light colored shirt. I, this isn't, I don't know if this is science either. I'm not going to Google it, but I'm pretty sure you only sweat a color if from the chemicals in deodorant. Like, I think if you just oh. sweat, it just comes out wet like water. But I think the color comes from the chemicals and deodorant. Is Interesting. That I would believe is that, that science. Yeah. It I makes don't know. a lot of sense to me. I think it, it, I feel good saying it. So if it's not true, it's still a rumor that I'm comfortable spreading, pushing, You're spreading. <laughs> yeah. pushing. She's a pusher. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why you know sometimes I, I don't wear it. What do you think? You know what I thought the other day? What? This is a totally separate topic. Perfect. This has been a cohesive episode otherwise. It has. Has it? Weirdly enough, but we've been on like hygiene and skincare and things for a long yeah. time, which okay. I love. I actually could talk about those things I forever. Know. But I want to kind of change the podcast subject. It Like the podcast as a whole, just being beauty, even though I don't know anything about it. We would just bullshit for days and spread rumors and Google things <laughs> live on air. Beauty rumors. <laughs> and not like, find conclusions yeah, about any of them. Beauty rumors. <laughs> oh, beauty rumors sounds great. I actually was thinking of that. Wait, you were talking. Go. No, say that. No, say what we were going to say because it sounded interesting and fun. Well, I was watching. A lot of pressure now. I was watching watching this YouTuber. um, He, what, I can't remember what his name is, but he does this Dom. Do you remember the Dom Mazzetti character? No. He's like this bro-y, I don't know. He's been doing YouTube comedy sketches in this Dom Mazzetti character. It's like a bro-y gym bro jersey boy something character okay for like 10 years and um and i was just like but they're like comedy videos but they're almost always in the gym and i was just like oh i i wish i could do that with like beauty do like just beauty but comedy videos like the vehicle is beauty stuff but it's really comedy Mm -hmm. but then i was like oh but this guy really knows a lot about the gym and i don't know anything about beauty so I, I would have to like learn all the beauty. Like he genuinely knows and appreciates gym culture. And I'm like, I actually don't know the beauty stuff is fair. All I was, mourning. I think you know more than you admit, or you're definitely, you have a curiosity around it because thank you. You like, yeah. Whenever we talk about it, I can tell that it's something you have an interest in whether or not you know everything about it. Nobody knows everything about it. So like, 
I don't know. I think you could do that. Okay, that was I very like generous. That Thank you. You so you so supportive. That's what I'm here tell for. Me, you generous tell, lover. Tell me the thought um, you were thinking the other day. I was thinking the other day that I really want to start showing up places with a boom box. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna play on it, Jessica? Whatever people want it. Probably a lot of Mandy Moore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's obvious. <laughs> I feel like when I was younger. I like how you you started saying whatever people want. And before you could finish the word want, you said a lot of Mandy Moore. As if, <laughs> as if that's the second thought to come after a, a, whatever a lot of people want. Well, I think it was. Okay. Mm-hmm. A Walk to Remember was my favorite movie. Shane at Dawson. At the same time. So hot. So hot. Right? Wait, wait. At was the that same his name? time. Shane. Wait, no. Not no, Shane, Shane Dawson. Dawson's a YouTuber. Shane it was. Um, Shane. The guy from Dawson's. Wait, Creed? I'm confused. Wait, what was his name? A walk to remember. I can picture his face. It's Shane. Don't tell me it's not Shane. Shane West. Shane West. West. There we okay. go. Okay. Yes. So I think there's there's something in my brain that correlates boomboxes with that movie. Like at the same time in my life, Weird. I was watching a walk to remember, and I was showing up to people's birthday parties with a boombox because that's how we like listen to music then oh and you were the one who would bring it and i'd be like oh i'll bring mine because like my dad just got me a cool new one that's like yellow that's cute and uh i just feel like that could be a cool thing to bring back like show up to a party with a boombox one of those binders of cds right and just dj really it comes back to djs the old-fashioned way so describe to me what's like the felt experience in the difference <laughs> in the difference between being at a party with a boombox and being at a party with Spotify from your phone connected to sure. a speaker. Well, you have to do a lot of switching between CDs. Yeah. So there's a lot of quiet actually. A lot, at the a lot more. A lot more downtime. A lot more downtime. A lot of musicless moments. Um, but okay. it allows for connection. It allows for anticipation. Mm. Um. It's like edging. You don't get to pull up any song that you want. You're limited to the CDs that are there. Which I actually think is a good thing. Like, you know. I think that the guide rails can be helpful because when you have just like the world is your oyster on Spotify, it can be a little daunting. Like, what do I play? It's going to be Beyonce every time. I'm not going to Mandy more on Spotify. CDs, straight to Mandy. You know, it's a different experience. Um, What else? Probably poorer sound quality, I would assume. Yeah, you'd have to like have multiple in different rooms, depending on how big the party is. Right. You might have to have multiple boom boxes for each room, one for each room. Okay, so you're showing up with a suitcase full of boom boxes to the <laughs> party. <laughs> spending spending a while setting them up, collecting various CDs to play in the different room. Oh, yeah. They're all, first of all, they can't all play the same song at the same time. That's true. There's no syncing. You're going to no. have Mandy Moore playing at, like, s- s- what is it called? It's not staccato. It syncopated, like, in synco- playing yeah. in syncopation. <laughs> <laughs> All I want is you. Oh, oh, oh. Isn't that her? <laughs> anyway. Um, thank you. Yeah, it would be like a round, like one of those, you know, when gospel choirs do a round. It's kind of like that. So that could be cool. Yeah. I wouldn't have a lot of time to chat at the party. Like, this is a full-time job and more. But busy. that's... That's that's what DJs do. We're busy people. I do think there I do think there's something to that though. Like I don't know. 
I went to, I was hanging out with some friends, one of which, you know, had her Polaroid camera. And like, there is something around, like, you know, it's nostalgia. It's nostalgic, but there, it also becomes more of an event um, when you lower the technological <laughs> the <standard>. capacity. <laughs> yeah. When it yeah. takes more requirement. I literally was thinking about that. Oh, <laughs> okay. This is so dumb. But I actually don't know if this relates, but I'm going to say it. Do it. Go for it. I was get feeling cranky when I had a jar of peanut butter that wasn't like easy, no stir. It was like really labor intensive peanut Ugh. butter. And then I was like, you know what? People used to stir their peanut butter back in, <laughs> at, like, you know, yeah. uh, in like the churning the butter on yeah, the farm in the 12th yeah. century. They didn't have no stir <laughs> peanut butter. You had to stir it. And and I was like, just enjoy the moment, enjoy the process. Because sometimes I watch these videos online that are just like making like a, an authentic 16th century dinner. And it's like, whatever the fuck they're doing, <laughs> no. making, making these stupid potatoes. I watch this shit. And I was like, just do that. Just do that now. Like, enjoy the process of mixing this peanut butter really slowly. Like you're churning butter. You're a milkmaid. You're a peanut butter milkmaid. Like, enjoy, <laughs> enjoy the more labor intensive process. And to me, and I like tried to trick myself into like enjoying the labor. And I actually do think there's something to that. Like the accelerated technology or like accelerated peanut butter technology. (laughs) Totally. There's so many things. We're going back back to that, I think, in so many ways. There's this pretty iconic building on a corner close to me in Wicker Park in Chicago. And it's like this really old, it's an old bank building that has like amazing... Um, I don't even know what you call it, like tiling and stuff on the ceiling. Anyway, for a Coffer- long time, it was a Crawford's Crawford ceiling. Well, maybe, maybe it's that. Maybe it's that. Uh, uh, buttresses, not that. But sure, I no, know that's be. an architectural term. Could be. So anyway, it's a really cool building. It was a Walgreens for a long time. The Walgreens closed, and everybody was like, "What's going to go in the iconic old bank building? A Barnes and Noble is going in it. Weird. A bookstore. They were." They were put out of business for years because of the internet, and now they're starting to come back. Even the fact that Amazon opened their own bookstores, there's one in Bethesda, Hmm. is like a sign of, okay, we highly automated and technologized so many things, and now people are craving like in-person experiences, working a little bit harder to do stuff. Like, yeah. Because if everything's easy, what are you filling your day with? You know what also, I mean? Also, the, the idea, I think the thing that bugs me so much about all the technological, quote unquote, advancements, like, obviously, I benefit from so much of them every day, and there's so many yeah. I want to keep. But this idea that it makes life easier or faster, no, 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 it definitely doesn't. It just means that we raise the bar for the amount we have to get done every day. Yeah. Instead of taking a week to deliver a letter, it's like you're expected to send five emails within a number of minutes it's just like means you have to do more it hasn't made anything so true it hasn't made anything easier i mean well that maybe take that statement out it's made some things easier it's made a lot of things easier but not everything but uh, but a lot of time it just means we're going faster and doing more and obviously that doesn't make anybody happy you know yeah we're upping the ante on ourselves like we we played ourselves a little bit yeah um back to the analog yeah it's the case with remote work it's the same thing of like, you know, if you're at home, you don't have to spend the time commuting. Uh, you can just hop from one Zoom call to another instead of having to literally spend the two minutes walking to the conference room. Maybe you say hi to someone, pick up a snack, whatever, and you're a few minutes late for the meeting. But that was like normal and worthwhile. Now it's like boom, 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 boom. 
staying on late because I don't have to close my laptop and take the bus home. Like things like that. It it shows up in so many aspects of life where like, okay, yeah, yeah, it's more convenient maybe, or it's like faster, but I hate, but it's, I hate the idea, but I know, but I hate the idea of working in person. I think that's, I think it's crazy. Like I could never go back to it. Eight hours in literally my last office job. It was in a windowless building eight hours straight in a windowless building you wouldn't do that to a dog you wouldn't do that to a dog and like there's no recess there's like you feel guilty to take a walk break just staring at the screen and no no i that one i will protest that one i will protest i'm so torn on it i mean i think (gasps) that the ability i don't (sighs) think it should be outlawed the ability to work remote should be available and i think it works for a lot of people including myself because I, I can go for a walk in the middle of the day. I can have a call with you in the middle of the day. I can do what I, I need to do and do my job. Like, it's great. At the same time, I do have days when I really miss the in-person and, like, the culture of being in an office just because I'm such a social person. Yeah. I made a lot of my friends from my last job. That's um, pretty special if you actually enjoy the culture. That's very different. But it's, it's unique. It's not. It's definitely yeah. not that way everywhere. And I think people having the option is honestly like well, that's where I land. Even, yeah. when you, even when you miss it, you, it sounds like you work with people you like and you are very social and blah, blah, blah. But like, do you ever crave eight hours straight where no. you have to sit there till the eighth hour, even if totally. you're done with everything you need to do? Ugh. What the fuck is that's that? That's bullshit. Yeah, that is bullshit. Just like performing, being there for the sake of other people seeing you there, which is so much of what office jobs are about. It cracks cracks me up how when we went remote, everyone realized they could do their work so much faster than an eight hour day. Oh, yeah. The problem is that employers have figured that out, too. Like if we could have all kept that to ourselves, employees could just figure that out and go do what else you want to do with the extra hours that you have in your day. Great. But employers have figured it out so like you said now the expectations are higher okay you're faster you're more efficient you have more time on your hands here's more here's more 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 it's always more you know i think you got to be savvy and dragging it out you got to be like yeah (sighs) yeah that day-long task is going to take me four days and just commit to it because i think actually a lot of people are doing that and the good ones you just wouldn't know you're like oh that task must be hard no they're they're at the gym totally yeah, one of my coworkers and I always talk about that. It's like, oh, yeah, I finished this thing between the two of us because we're yeah, friends yeah. and we're She's peers. She's a safe person. She's a safe person. We're like, oh, yeah, I finished that, but I'm not going to send it to them until Friday. Mm-mm. You know, I know it's done. Yeah. But they don't need to know I got it done ahead of the deadline. Like mm-hmm. the worst thing, though, my actual biggest work pet peeve is people who somebody will assign you something and say, okay. It's Monday today. It's due on Friday. Can you get it to me Friday? Yes, absolutely. And then on Wednesday, they're like, hey, how's that thing going? And I know that they might be asking because they just want a status update or they want to know if you have any questions. But it's like, I will tell you if I have questions. I will give you a status update when I have one to share. That seems strange. You asked for this on Friday. Do not fucking bother me about it until then. Like, If you wanted it Wednesday, you should have asked for it do wednesday mm-hmm. there are a lot of like micromanaging controlling people who that seems like bad that. management yeah oh it's the worst especially and i think it happens a lot in remote work because it's just easy for someone to like send off a slack message without and they don't know what you're doing because they can't see you in an office so they're just like oh how is this 
yeah, if you actually don't trust me to do the assignment by Friday, sounds like you need to fire me. Like, either I'm going to do it or mm-hmm. I'm not, and you're going to find out by Friday. And if it's a pattern, then you can fire me. Okay? How about that? Yep. yep. Until then, yep, 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 I'll yep, talk yep. to you Friday, okay? Okay, okay? Okay. Okay. Tell me about your recent Google searches. Find one <gasps> that you want to tell me about. Good question. If people have been here since the beginning, back when we didn't know how to talk, we would do google search history and it's actually so fun to go back yes. and see what you've looked up recently sometimes and people still <laughs> in so sometimes, long sometimes people still dm us their google search history um yeah. which i love to see funny ones <laughs> well mine is so stupid mine is so stupid from this recording google image search a walk to remember cast great british bake-off <laughs> host black woman tom hiddleston does a skeleton have teeth are teeth bones do your teeth get tighter over we time? We have done Snail so much cream. today. <laughs> Snail cream. Okay. Give me yours. Mine has a lot of Love Island cast members. That's good. Because I'm watching the new Love Island All-Stars season. DM me about it. Some of you are DMing me about it, and I love it. I love nice. to talk about it. Um, So I was looking up a few old characters, a few people who have been on the show. Then there's stuff about taxes, because I was doing taxes. Jerking off. There's nothing super interesting. I googled secretary chic. Are you aware of this fashion trend? No, but I can I can easily imagine it. Is that a, is that trendy now? I don't know if it's really trendy. I feel like I read it somewhere and sure. I was like I've never heard of that and then I looked it up and it wasn't particularly interesting. Kind of just looks like a sexy secretary. I don't know. Yeah. The the Google image for that is not what I want you to be no, wearing. It's it's not actually <laughs> for your own well being and confidence. It's just not it. Oh oh, here's a good one. Okay, right below, right below Octopussy James Bond, which is a James Bond movie. It says okay, sooth smell smelled no not smelled spelled <gasps> oh s o o t h because I was writing the word soothe and I was like. Does soothe have an E at the end of it? No, that would be crazy because a few episodes ago we talked about how smooth I think should have an E at the end. And people were like, no, it shouldn't. La, 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 la. Soothe has an E at the end. Soothe right. and smooth rhyme and only one has an E at the end. Wow, you just dropped the mic on those hoes. On those hoes. <laughs> one person did agree with you. One is all you need. And we did get a passionate DM about that. But yes, thank soothe. you. Soothe. So you typed in sooth. You typed sooth. in sooth. I typed because in you're sooth like, oh, I guess it doesn't sooth. because smooth doesn't. Sooth. Wow. Sooth is also a word, but it's a different word. Oh, like a sooth. Like tooth. Sooth like a soothsayer. There's a soothsayer like a toothsayer, and a sooth like a smooth. Thanks for being here. This is not for everyone. You listened, and that's on you. I'm Jess. That's Caroline. Hater and lover. What do we say when we outro? Oh, we talk about Instagram.com. We talk about Instagram.com. It's a good website. Don't be on it for too much. But when you are on it, you can find us there. Not for everyone pod. Not the number four. Everyone pod on Instagram. I'm Jay-Z DeBakey on Instagram. Caroline is there, but she likes it better when you find her on YouTube. Caroline Winkler. Thank you. And... That's it, babies. Yeah, I wish I could high five you right now. Doesn't yeah, this feel- was like empowering or something. <laughs> I feel hype. I feel in a better mood than when I yeah. came in. Aww. And I still came in in a good mood. So, Jessica DeBakey. Look at that. I love you.
Caroline Winkler, Caroline Angelica in the flesh. Love you, babe. Let's end it with a kiss. End it with a kiss. A Wait. little ones? You're doing Whoa. lots of little ones. I did one big one. Oh, why well, didn't even hear it? Do a big one again. I can, why, can't I, why can't I hear that at all? Is that better? No, no. Make a sound. <laughs> Make a sound. I'm making such a sound. Are you no, lying? I'm not lying. Okay, that was a little one. I got that one. Okay. That was, was loud over here. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Stop bragging. I can't hear those at all. You're <laughs> <laughs> a liar. Okay. We got to go now. We got to go. Bye. Yeah. Oh, thanks. I still don't know what that had to do with my middle name. Because Ju- I want to say, do people Jes- want to know it? I wanted to say Jessica mm, Debakey. That was such you a sweet thing to say. Wait, I you forget can say it. it. I, I know it starts with a Z. <laughs> Is it Zara? Is it Zara? No, it's Zena. Z E N A. I knew it's the best thing ever.